0: is financial detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox.
1: Hi, I'm Jason Labram, and this is Financial Detox. Welcome to our weekly edition of financial detox where we're on kcbq that is am 1170 and or fm 96.1 if you want to get a hold of us give us call at 877-707-8889 that's 877-707-8889 and as i said i'm jason Labram in studio with my man alex klingensmith hi alex How's it going? It's cool. It's vol- It's volatile. It's That's vol- how it's going. That's our show today. What to do and not to do in times of volatility is what we're going to talk about today, right? Right. So this is pretty cool, right? We're having fun right now because we're doing our radio show, which yeah. you may hear on the radio or you may hear on a podcast, but we're also... For the first time, we're actually recording it live, so we may say something intelligent at some point. Chances are low, but you never know. I feel like a little bit more stressed because there's a camera on. I don't know about did, you, but I'm totally stressed normally out. we don't have to shave or we, we didn't. Well, but. and Farinax <laughs> in the room in the studio too is our board op today, so we're that's a little <laughs> nerve wracking. So, anyways, last Monday is very nerve-wracking. Last Monday and then yesterday, August fourteenth, were two of the more volatile days of the whole year for all markets, not just U.S. But this is true. Volatility's back, right? And we've done this. I feel like we are a broken record on this a little bit. We do it once a year or twice a year every time volatility happens because people start asking questions. People freak out. Yeah, like one client this last night or this morning or great client. Yeah, you probably had a conversation or two yesterday, Wednesday. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, what's interesting, though, is I'm totally okay with that. Like, some people act like we should, you know, is that annoyance? And I, I do think of a cliche but very accurate statement, which is when our clients reach out to us because they're nervous or they're worried about the market, they should reach out to us because you thrive that's on why it. we're here. I think you actually thrive. When markets are really mellow and they, like, steadily go up, I kind of feel you getting almost bored. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, but I mean, I think it's really good that um, people reach out to us because they are not an interruption to no, our work They're the reason our why clients. I mean, they're the only reason we have work. That's right. So if we can't help them during times when they need us, then what are we doing here? So anyway, it's fun. And today we're going to get, I love what you did on the show topic because Thanks. you talked about kind of what to do more specifics, right? right. Getting down to the specifics of what do you do? Mm-hmm. Um, the so, first thing on the show that we want yeah. people to learn about is the difference. You love this topic, the ri- the difference between risk and volatility, right? I love it. That's the first takeaway, big deal. Let's start there, and then we'll keep going. But what do people need to learn about the difference between risk and volatility? Well, you know, we talk about volatility uh, or a risk tolerance questionnaire. We talk about all these things, and and just because markets move up and down, and you experience what's called volatility. Doesn't mean there's necessarily risk associated with your portfolio, um, because risk to me, I define it a particular way. So maybe this isn't the right definition for everybody, but I define risk as the ability to lose all or a substantial portion of my investment. Right, that's risk. Right, that's a that's that seems like a fair definition for most I, people. Right. So, but is there a difference then between risk and then? volatility and i say absolutely and oftentimes we refer to our 10 portfolio which is our strategy 10 it's aggressive portfolio and i say you know even if you're invested in that portfolio there is no risk very edgy to say compliance, compliance loves that one. out yeah she's back and she's she here is actually in this office today Jordy is so back. don't so talk. Too i got i would say there <laughs> is no um there is no risk um but But then again, you got to say, well, what is risk? Because we can define risk a lot of different ways. Volatility, in turn, could actually be risk uh, if you allow it to get to your emotions and if you make a behavioral blunder, i.e., you sell at the bottom. So that's one of the things you don't want to do in times of volatility. Do not take volatility and turn it into real risk. You know, I think the best analogy is going to come off of my morning. You remember how when we used to drive down to the studio and do the shows? Yeah, I would this. I would listen to CNBC or Fox Business News on the way down and I would say I have a show just from listening to them. So I want to talk to you about that show in just a moment. We're going to come back from a break and we're going to talk about I'm going to talk about what I heard on the radio and what you're hearing on the radio as an investor, as a person who has money in the markets, and I want to talk about how to digest that because I think that's going to be really important and can help shape the success you have. So I'm Jason Labrum. This is Financial Detox. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Financial Detox and I'm Jason Labrum I'm in studio with Alex Smith, and we're talking about volatility. Yeah. It's kind of been our theme because mm-hmm. yesterday the markets were down 800 points, which uh, freaks people out. I want to stop you right there. Uh-oh. Everybody t- says what you say. Even you are saying that. What did I say? What I've learned. You I'm taught me this years ago. You're it. in trouble because <laughs> I want to. I want to be more accurate when we say the markets are down or up. I want to say that, and you say the markets right. And you oh, said 800. Oh, here we go. This is a. good You one. can say this though. I like you can where say you're going with global this. Global markets were down on average between two and a half and three percent. According you actually to, can't even say that. You're wrong too. Oh well, no! Why? I'm going to take it somewhere another more. layer. Oh gosh! Global equity. There you go. Markets were down. Right. Somewhere between blank and blank. Two and a half and three. The bond market was raging. Right. Money was flying into the bond market, so the bond market was actually up. Bonds were up. Prices were up. Yields were down. Why do you say 800 then? What is that thing that people keep? Yeah, it's amazing. Coming and you're to. right. I'm um, so you called me out, and you did so accurately. That was a good. I was call trying out. to be polite, but you did it great. Okay, cool. Um, so here we go. Right. <laughs> Everybody says, including this email that we're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about an email we received from a client and, and what is probably emotions or feelings that you are feeling. And it's perfectly normal and it's okay. We're not here chastising you because you have these feelings. We're here to pry, provide financial detoxification. We're here to provide advice and guidance so that you don't let these emotions and feelings, which are very real and okay to have, yeah. but you don't let them cause you to rip away... Portions of your wealth. Yeah. Um, because to take of actions of that you're not supposed to do in times of... So, all right, so let's get is, all these things straight. So okay. the market. Yeah. Everybody says, how's the market to doing? What's the market doing? And then they have their phone, which my phone's right here, right? And they're looking at the either the S&P 500, yep. the Dow Jones, or maybe even the NASDAQ. Maybe. Maybe. Usually so, it's just the Dow. Right. Which was 26,000 dropped right. by 800 right. points on yesterday, Wednesday. So the question is, is that really the markets? And unless companies. you're in 100% equity, 100% U.S., 100% large cap portfolio, then that isn't mega large cap, right? right. These are 30 companies right. only. That what about the other 14,000 so, or whatever there are? It's <laughs> exactly crazy. So that is not the market. Yeah, The S&P 500 is not the market. It is a small representation of the market, a sliver of the market. And I would say if there's roughly 44,000 or so equities traded in the marketplace, it is a minute fraction of the market. Still so, big companies, though. You can't ignore if Apple no, and Amazon huge and whatever they're, they're good indicators of the economy. But anyway, you got to be careful when you say the markets because let's go to the email. Okay, So a client sends an email, says, I am concerned about the markets. What are you as my advisor going to do to help protect me? Yes. Very easy answer and also a very sincere answer. I said, what we are going to do, number one, is we are going to help you not make an emotional decision because they react to headlines, they react to things like, like yesterday. One more takeaway because yeah. our SEO people will love that we have this in writing and also we we mentioned it. Our compliance? No, 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 the marketing people. Oh, okay.
2: So
1: <laughs> them else? too. So what <laughs> one of the takeaways <laughs> we want you to come away with this show is is uh, what has happened in the past and how investors fared for better or worse because that's what you're talking about. What if we right. were to be one of those advisors that said, "You know what? We're going to move you from a 5 to a 1 or to cash or to something of that nature?" And, and so we have a very specific set where there's 15 examples in front of us here, right? right? Oh, 15 boy. dates in time. Oh, boy. Where, and again, this is the S&P 500, not the Dow. S&P 500 is only 500 of the companies that right. you know our clients are in right. 14,000. So in summary, though, to summarize the email and get off that, and then we'll go here, is yeah. we told the client, don't make behavioral blunders. And here's the things we do, asset allocation, Regular tolerance band rebalancing, tax loss harvesting—all these things we do. Plus, we build a great portfolio for you. Target and rate of return, you have a financial in your plan. plan yeah. and target rate of return. And you're still on track. Nothing's changed. And if we think in 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 time frames of one day, one month, one year. We're going to make bad mistakes because this particular client, like all of ours, had more than 20-year time horizon. I mean, almost all yeah. of our clients do. Even when they're retiring and they're 70, they have a 20-year time he's horizon. Only in his, they're only in their 50s, I yeah, think. Yeah, this so particular one. But so, here, here we go. So we look at the markets, and, and this piece that we're talking about says you know, it's S&P 500 performance after its worst days. So we've stacked the worst days um, from worst to least worst. Uh, we have, a, was it, 20 days here? There's 15, 15 days, 15 days, yeah, 15. So one day is down 20%, one day is down 6%, down 6% in a single day. So that the worst been. day has down been down 20. Yeah. And one index in one day, S&P 500, that's a, what was, what was yesterday? Down uh, th- th- three or 800 points, 3%, 7, 5 or 3%. Yeah. 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 And on that example of the worst 15 dates, what's the worst, what's the least worst one? Uh down six point one. So yesterday wasn't even half as bad as the as the top fifteen or or bottom fifteen, I guess. And if if you you average these very big down days, the average is down eight percent for a day. So here's the kicker though, is what happens one day or one year, three years, and five years later after this big turmoil, volatility, Capitalism scary. fails. Is that what, what you're going to say? Yeah, it's over. It's we're over? We're going to be socialist and AOC is going to send us <laughs> checks. It's going to be great. We're just going to get free checks. And you know what? Free healthcare. We're going to get free college. Everything is free. I know what really happens. We don't know where it's coming from, but it's all free. It's going to be great. Oh, boy. Everybody gets free That's stuff. not the right answer. Okay, that was complete sarcasm. Here we go. So the only what problem really with to- other people's money is eventually you run out of it and that's a bad deal. So, um, okay, so... Here's what happens. If you take the average, I'm just going to go with the averages here. Big down days, volatile days, maybe not risk, just volatility, maybe a combination of, but the average is down 8.13%. This goes back to 87. One year later, the market is up on average 22%. And change. One year later? One year later. So you're going down eight, you're going up 22 Are you back where you started? One year later. You're you're way back. You're you're ahead. Three years later, on average, the market is up 11%. Five years later, on average, the market is up eleven and a half percent. So it's eleven point seven four five annualized annualized, That's annualized return afterwards. So correct. So what does that tell people about what they should and shouldn't do then during the day, like yesterday? And you should buy when it's, the market's down. How do we do that for people that don't down? have? So if you don't have extra cash, so you can't actually like buy, what are we? Or what are we doing for people to kind of rebalance them or reposition them into the buying? You know. Well, um, kind of before I answer that, if you want this chart to look at this, we have a great little pack. It's our volatility presentation. It's got four key slides in it. We can add more if you wanted more, but these four slides are amazing at helping you just digest volatility with, <clears throat> excuse me, with evidence and historic evidence, and with discipline and philosophy as opposed to emotion. So if you want that, give us a call, 877-707-8889. That's 877-707-8889, or you can uh, check us out at financialdetox.com. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram in studio with Alex Klingensmith, and we are talking about volatility. Yesterday's Dow Jones had a significant uh event or a, a fairly significant downturn. All global markets, had all a global point. equity markets had, had volatility. There. <laughs> there you go. I can't, I can't speak today. So, <laughs> but anyway, we're having fun. We're talking about it and we're going to help instill some peace of mind and we're going to also help detoxify you. You know what I never got to Alex is I never got to talk about my radio show right in or my, me listening to the radio on my way in today. Back when we drove down to the studio. Yeah. What were you going to no, say? No, even then. Oh, today. today. What, were, what happened? It's just unbelievable to me. The amount of toxicity that the media is perpetrating upon you as an investor and you as a person who has a time frame of more than five years. Every single bit of information coming out of the media, I shouldn't say every bit. That's too I in can totality. tell you're passionate. Let me help you with this one. I but think I think that the media has a very, very simple agenda. And that is to sell media, right? And so they're not these people I don't think are trying to harm we're I, on the most media. Most people we're on the media. So first of all, <laughs> That's bad. let's first accept the fact that we would like for people to listen to our show. Right. And we would like the media to True accept media. it. Yes. But I think the point you're making is that um, most media is not designed to help you with your specific situation and it's right. actually going to harm you if you take action based off general news. Well and, 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 and also I should say that in listening right. to the uh, financial market news station this morning. There was very intelligent commentary going back and forth. I mean, there was clearly some guests and people who knew a lot. Is that why you put your glasses back on? Yes, I put them on so I could look smarter. <laughs> um, but it's there was very clearly people who knew a lot about the markets. The problem was none of it. As after doing this for 21 years and helping people manage their, their personal finances, build a financial plan, achieve their goals, get better returns and the huge preponderance of investors simply because they don't make the mistakes, none of the information that I heard in a 22-minute drive to work this morning ha- would have been positive or good. For well, a client to hear, none of it you, would have been good. Every you know single why? bit of it would have been distracting. It would have caused behavioral blunders. Yeah. It was useless information. It's micro thinking. It's like, what's going to happen today, tomorrow, next week, Trump this, Trump that. But it's so simple as to why that's the case, right? I don't. No, it's not me. their job like me. to give specific advice to people. True. That's not their, what they're paid to do. That's not right. what their passion is. And yeah. and that's okay. I think that's why people need people like us, right? To put context around their personal situation, which is the next takeaway of the show is, so if, if these things are happening, right, um, do, whether you do this on your own, you invest on your own, you do your own personal financial planning, or you have an advisor, a fiduciary, or part time or non, right. or a team, you've got to be able to set the right expectations around normal volatility given your specific situation. Right. So what is? So let's give some people some examples. I mean, okay. here here in front of us are right our eleven strategies. Yes. Eleven. So so tell people what to expect if they're a fifty fifty. Like right. tell them so, the future. Right. Um, so what we've done is we put together analytics which uh, review the last twenty five or so years of the portfolios that we've constructed for clients, and these are not. Um, I've got a caution, probably going into too much detail, but these are not us picking the best positions we know today and looking back in hindsight. These are using our discipline and our strategy. It doesn't change based upon what market volatility. We're not manager timing, we're not sector rotating, we're not market timing. So um, I think it's pretty authentic good data that can tell us what type of volatility and what type of long-term average annual returns we can expect. Is it a guarantee that you're going to get that return or is it a guarantee that that's how much volatility you're going to accept? Um, or you're going to be faced with? No. But I think it's a pretty good outline, right? If something happens a certain way for 100 years or so, and we have really sensible reasons why it happens, I think we can rely on that data somewhat to tell what's going to happen. Even going in forward. the short term, cause, because like the email we talked about earlier, right? That client... I think we'll find a lot of comfort when we when we re, when we have the conversation again today, which we will or I will with him no. about okay. Look, you're a 50 50 so you're fifty percent stocks, fifty percent bonds, roughly got, speaking, roughly yeah. speaking, because we have some alternative investment asset classes but diversified in, in, in all markets, right? Yeah. What's the? I mean, what is in this? a worst case year that. That fifty-fifty type portfolio, half equities, half fixed income, has experienced about a downturn of a little less than twenty percent. And what is what are in the same time yeah. the markets have experienced? If you look at stock market only, yeah. So what people refer to as the markets all the time—the Dow Jones, the S and P—those have experienced downturns of forty percent. So about half year. as much volatility in a one-year time frame, which makes sense. You have half the equity, you'd have half as much volatility, right? Um, so how does the average investor do so poorly when the markets do so well over time, and it is because of all the things we're talking about, and it's really because of the title of the show. They're financially full of toxic thinking and toxic behaviors. so we try and financially detoxify you so that you don't do the those, you don't, you don't commit those behaviors and those blunders, and therefore you get to realize and or extract the returns that the markets have. They're there. They're available if you just do the right things. So the right things. This is this is great. You're right on back on on the agenda. By the way, this is right. impressive. Right? That's great. Put, we're on the, we're <laughs> the following script. The um, <laughs> this is out of this is out of context. There are some things you can control in this yeah. whole in this whole thing where there's you know. Interest, inversions and there's you know potential tariff wars and real wars and there's all this stuff going on. Yeah, and I can't I, control I, I'm any. I'm of picturing it. that Venn diagram with the things you can control, <laughs> yeah. things you can't control, yeah. and then you focus on the stuff in the middle that what you matters. can control and what matters. Sorry, yeah, things but, yeah. what matters and what you can, can control. So what, what are, can you control? Yeah, what are two or three things that people listening to this show actually can control? Um, and then being sensitive to time, we only got a couple more minutes. I mean, number what should they, number what should they one do? is a financial plan. You have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan yeah. of where you want to go. You're going to end up somewhere else. You're going to end up disappointed. I want to be probably. You're going to end up. That's a yogi. Yogi Bear uh uh quote but you you have to build a plan and what happens with the the proper planning and if you're paying an advisor period if you are paying an advisor that advisor should be doing financial planning for you taking into account taxes inflation your investment returns the potential volatility with your returns they should be building you a plan if you're paying an advisor and all they're doing is picking stocks or picking mutual funds and they're not doing planning for you i would submit that you you might want to look for a different advisor but um So I think you have a plan. You decide what your target rate of return is. What is the rate of return you need to achieve your goals and your financial purpose? Right? Because this is all about what? It's about your purpose. What's the point? What's the point of having money? What's the point of saving, investing, going to meetings with your advisor? What's the point if the purpose isn't defined? So we define the purpose, the goals, and the objectives. Diversification, then, you're going to say, probably. I'm going to say diversification. I'm going to say uh, I love our rebalancing strategy, which is a bit sophisticated. Costs but it's and fees. Awesome. Keeping costs very low. Taxes. Tax loss harvesting. Keeping taxes low. Keeping turnover low. All of these are things that we deploy for our clients that we believe and we have. Uh, evidence and uh, third-party studies from companies like Morningstar and Vanguard that show these are worth maybe two, three, four, five percent a year in additional rates of returns over time if you can execute these properly. So our job is to match all those investment strategies up with the client's purpose and then continue to review and monitor that purpose to make sure... That's key. You can't just set it and forget key, it. You've can't. got to maintain it like anything else no, in life, No, you do, right? because you, uh, part of the maintenance is how we... And what, next show, maybe, what we talk about is target rate of return yeah. and how... When the markets are high, your target rate of return is lower, so therefore you can be more conservative when the market is low. Save it for next show, we're out of time. Right, I'm teasing. (laughs) Um, And when the market's low, maybe you need a higher target rate of return so you get a bit more aggressive, which happens to be great timing of selling high and buying low. So we'll talk about that on another show, but for now, it's about focusing on the fundamentals. It's about focusing on the discipline, matching it to your your goals and objectives. And that's what we want to help you do. So we invite you to do this. If you have an advisor, or if you have uh, a portfolio right now, you're a little bit uneasy because of the recent volatility, take our portfolio challenge. It's literally a hundred dollar challenge. You don't ever have to pay us though. What happens is you show us your holdings and your portfolio and financial plan or lack thereof. We will show you what we would be doing for you, given your situation. And if our portfolio is not significantly better, meaningful improvement, we send you a hundred dollar Visa gift card, literally just for giving us a shot. What I think will happen is there's a pretty good chance we're gonna find that our portfolios that we construct have more depth and more research to them and they make more sense, especially matched to your goal. And so it gives us an opportunity to earn your business. We've done but. dozens of these and yes. we've never once, one time we, we yeah, actually no. said, okay, you, this is so close. And, and the, somebody the, had a really good portfolio. Well, the person actually said, no, but you, you've, I don't wanna do this anymore, so thank you and keep it and I wanna become a client. Yeah, they so did. They it did. Was That great. was great. But so it was $100 portfolio once. challenge. If we can't show you meaningful improvement to your portfolio and personal financial situation, we send you a hundred dollar visa gift card. Take us up. It's eight seven 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 zero seven eighty eight eighty nine. That's eight seven 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 zero seven eighty eight eighty nine. You can always reach out to us right at financialdetox.com as well. And thank you as always for listening. Stay calm in the volatility. Don't make behavioral blunders. I'm Jason Labram. It's financial detox and Alex Klingensmith. All right, we'll check you next week. Thanks.
0: To learn more about Financial Detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript and resources, visit FinancialDetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for Financial Detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind.
2: This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labrum and intelligence-driven advisors are not responsible for the content. Consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on assumptions, and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decision there is a risk of loss investing in securities including the risk of loss of principal different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses